Welcome to the Evolved Athlete Podcast, where the best in the business bring you the best in fitness, nutrition, wellness, and overall, making you the best athlete of all time. We're host Coach P and his fellow coaches, Kayla, Destiny, Jen, and Ian, take you on a path to greatness. Let's get on with our guest and let's have a great time. Let's roll. Tell me, Jordan, how's life going? I know you got two sick kids right now, but how is the life of a fitness entrepreneur? Chris, it's so good. I love my life. Um, I I guess I can just kind of get into exactly like who I am and like why I'm here and like what I do. Does that work? I would absolutely love that. Please tell us the name of your business, who you target, how everything got started. We want to know all about you. Yeah. So, um, my name is Jordan Novak and, um, just a little story, uh, like my background, I've been an athlete my whole life. Um, I played, my name is literally Jordan. My dad named me after Michael Jordan, no joke. Um, and so (laughs) I've had a basketball in my hand since I can remember and played soccer as well. Grew up, ended up playing collegiate soccer, um, really ticked my dad off with that one. Uh, Just got really burnt out in basketball. So I went and pursued nursing where I got um, my nursing degree. So I was a nurse at 21 years old and went into what I thought was going to be labor and delivery, but ended up being oncology. Um, I'm a big believer and I felt the Lord call me into that. So he said, no, you're not going to see the beginning of life. You're actually going to see the end of life. And so um, I was really blessed to be an oncology nurse for five and a half years where I've seen, I can't even explain to you guys, but ton of sickness and a ton of death more than I could probably ever have thought or imagined. But I believe it's um, brought me here today of where, what I'm doing and and that is owning a business. And so um, kind of fast forward into, I became a nurse um, at 21. I was an athlete my whole life. I graduated from college and I kind of was like, Hmm, like now what? Like I've always like been coached, like what, like, what does this look like now as an adult? And so I kind of ventured into CrossFit. That's when I kind of met my husband and, um, that was really fun for me because it was another competitive thing. And uh, the one thing that was lacking, though, was nutrition. And so I didn't understand. You know, you go to four years of nursing school and you're going, how do I not understand nutrition? This doesn't make sense, right? Like, I should be the advocate for health. But I didn't. I didn't know anything. And so I was working night shift and I was just not taking care of my body. And I just felt like trash. And so um, kind of led up to me about 22 years old, uh, hiring my first ever nutrition coach. And I was just so amazed at the transformation of my body at that time that how did I not know this? My whole athlete, you know, athletic <laughs> career, how much fueling my body would actually change me in so many different ways. So, um, had that really cool transformation and continuing to work as a nurse until about 2020 is when we all know the world just shut down. And I actually was pregnant with my, with my first baby Rogan. And, um, I'm in Nebraska for any of you who don't know. And so I was a nurse during COVID. You don't have a choice. You get up and you go to work. <laughs> you don't stay inside. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't get the luxury as nurses to, to just sit inside. We had to go and we were the, we were the front line. We were the workforce. So, um, I remember so vividly, it was March of 2020 and I was just, I had a really cool transformation back in like my early twenties. I'd always been interested in nutrition. So in that time, 
time. I was always kind of getting like certifications on the side, maybe helping people on the side. But I felt like 2020 was like the big aha moment. Like, whoa, like there's so many unhealthy people in the world. And um, I was actually exposed to one of the first COVID patients in Nebraska. And so um, it was super interesting. I was 20, oh gosh, no, I was 32 weeks pregnant with my first baby. And you can imagine (laughs) the scarcity of of feeling because, you know, you're seeing this all across the news and you're hearing these pregnant women in the UK are in comas and you're going like, oh my gosh, like when is this going to hit my state? Am I taking care of a patient that has it? I don't know. And so it was just so scary. And, um, I remember this lady, she was coughing, coughing, coughing all over me. And I'm like, this does not seem like it's presenting like the normal pneumonia or whatever my viral load that comes from the hospital. So I like tell the doctor, it's like, no, it's not like, we're not going to waste tests. I'm like, I don't know. So elevated it to our main doc and he's like, let's just test it. Let's just test it. And so sure enough, COVID. And so at the time it was so scary because it was like, okay, now I've just been exposed, like really bad. She coughed all over me. I'm pregnant at 32 weeks. We don't know what this does to a pregnant woman. And so it was this whole crazy thing. I had to take off work. I was like, basically went on leave for eight weeks until I had my baby. I had to get all sorts of testing and my husband had to, it was crazy. Anyways, all that to be said, fast forward, had my daughter. And that's when I was like, man, like, I don't really want to go back into full-time nursing. Like I really am seeing such a huge aha of like, there's so many unhealthy people and, and COVID is really showing that. Um, and so, I mean, I'm just seeing person after person coming into the hospital just so sick and just, you just are starting to notice how unhealthy people are in this time. And so that's kind of when I felt like a call from the Lord to be like, okay, like I think it's time to maybe go for it. So I ended up getting a few certifications and started helping more people on the side. And um, into 2021 is when I was kind of like, okay, like you can't do it all. You can't be a mom. You can't be a nurse. You can't be a business owner. I like to think that I can, but I, I can't. And so it was just, yeah, like for me, it was just like, okay, Lord, like, what do you have for me? And so it was, it was owning my business. And so I actually stepped away from the hospital, which was really hard for me because that was my identity for a lot of years. Um, I was a nurse and I thought I was a good nurse. And so that was really hard for me to leave. But um, yeah, since then I've built my business. I've got, oh my goodness, five assistant coaches underneath me. I've got a team of six or seven. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we specialize specifically in helping moms, busy moms, just know their worth and just step into metabolic freedom is essentially kind of what we do. So that's kind of the backstory and how we got to where we are today. So that's, that's incredible, Jordan. I really love that story. I mean, you, 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 it hit me first when you started talking about how athletes in particular, um, are usually unaware of their nutrition. And I can't tell you how many athletes I work with at the university who come to my class and they just look pale and exhausted. I'm like, girl, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is, yeah. I, I, I have this sweet girl who's on the, on the volleyball team and she's like, coach, I'm just tired. I have like, and I practice and I'm just like, well, what are you eating? She's like, I haven't eaten anything since breakfast. I'm like, girl, it's three o'clock and you haven't eaten anything since you had lifts this morning. I'm like, you need to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, 
just that, a huge, huge problem that I wish more and more athletes had access to nutrition information. So that, mm-hmm. that's one thing about your story that, that really stuck to me. We might have to hit on that um, either another time or later on. But in, in, incredible journey that you must, must have gone through through COVID and yeah. everything that you were feeling when you were pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm with you on putting my faith in the Lord as well. So it's, it's mm-hmm. always nice to, to, to be with someone and talk with someone who also shares that faith. So I think that's incredible. Yeah. Um, and with, with that being said, and letting you down that path of you must have seen more than what most people will see in their entire life as far as when it comes to death and, you know, sickness and health. And I, it's, it's really funny how you said COVID kind of exposed all of a sudden how so many individuals out there are in need of that help. And I think that's incredible that you felt called upon to have that be mm-hmm. one of the contributing factors to you leading that way. Yeah. Um, and so now, now since, since, since your business, what is, what is the name of your business? It's literally Jordan's nutrition and fitness coaching. I always laugh at myself cause I'm like, I was a nurse. I am not created. This is what it's going to be. And we're just going to be whole and humble here. I am not great. Cre- yeah. Not creative. We're just, I am who I am. And um, I hope that shows like one of my biggest things is I just want to be as genuine and humble as possible. And I just want to help. Um, I, I always tell people this, but I did not step out of my nursing career for no reason. And um, so when I guess I kind of missed this part of the story, but I remember and a lot of the moms I coach are postpartum or just whether you're literally newly postpartum or you're 10 years from having a baby, I get you because when you have an amazing transformation and you're an athlete and you're just feeling so good and then you have a baby everything changes. And so, um, I remember so vividly, I was rocking my daughter. She's, I don't know, maybe six, three months, six months old. And I was so anxious in the time of COVID and like my family was coming over in mass. Like it was just nuts. And so I was just constantly anxious. I was holding her. She'd cry, you know, just that probably anxious postpartum period. And I was rocking her. And again, this is just my faith, but just reading in the word in that morning and first Corinthians six nineteen really stuck out to me. And it said like, you are a temple of the Holy spirit. And so that started to like resonate with me. And I'm like, I am not taking care of my health the way that like the Lord intends me to. Like I am just totally just giving anything and everything to my daughter, which is great. But how am I going to be the best, my best self, best mom, if I'm not taking care of my body? And so it was like a light bulb went off on me because it was like, okay, I can do this. I can take care of my health and be a mom at the same time. And so I love coaching moms because I know the feeling of feeling so uncomfortable in your own skin and um, the freedom of understanding that it's not selfish to take time away from your kids. It's actually so life-giving to them as well. Um, You always see, you hear that saying where it's like, you take a bullet for your kid, right? I mean, anybody and everybody would take a bullet for their kid, but like, would you get healthy for them? And that hits me deep because it's like, what are the chances someone's really going to get hit with a bullet these days? Probably like a slimmer (laughs) chance than somebody actually having a metabolic chronic disease. Right. And so that is so important. It's like, man, like if you want to one change generations upon generations, like you have to, you, you have to start taking care and filling up your own cup to be able to pour out into your own kids and show them how to live and lead a healthy life. So I just have, I have so many, di- like I have so many different reasons to, to do this. It's just, I literally, Chris, I love what I do. I love it so much. I could work 24 seven. My family has to remind me like stop working because I just love it. I love it so much. 
I, I guarantee you that there are moms right now who you just hit with, with that particular mm-hmm. story. Yeah. For the benefit of them, what are some of the steps that you took during that time to actually get going? Because I, I can't agree with you more. Moms need to take care of themselves to be the greatest moms. Yeah. And so, and that's like, you know, it, I think it's like cultural as well. Like if, if my mother were to hear that, she'd slap me upside the head because I'm sure she's like, no, there's nothing more important than taking care of you guys. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yes, we get that, but you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, look, looking in hindsight, you know, I saw yeah. that's something that, you know, my own mother probably needed to do yes. more of. So what were some Sorry, of the steps I that you it. took on that story? Sorry, I think it froze for a second, but yeah, I, I love that. And yeah, the steps that I took, it's, it's so important. So I also forgot to mention, we own a gym here in Nebraska as well. So my husband and my brother, they run a brick and mortar gym. I own my own online business. So anyways, that made it kind of nice to be able to, um, go to the gym. So like at the time that I had my daughter when I was a a first time mom, I was like, you know what? The first steps I'm going to do is I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm going to put her in the, in the stroller and I'm just going to do something. I'm going to get around people. I'm going to surround myself with community and I'm not going to just stay inside and I'm going to do something. So that was my one, my number one advice. I think I'd say is just like, get around like-minded people, people who like, bring you up and like speak life over you. And that was really huge for me just to get out of that postpartum. Uh, that was just a weird post. I mean, COVID was weird in general, but it was just, that was so nice. And then second, it was like 1% better every day. That's all I, that's all I got. And so it was like, what can I do? I can eat protein. Like, do not tell me you can't eat, pro- I can eat protein. So it's just like, okay, <laughs> going to start there. And then what's the next thing I can do? Okay. Now I can just start incorporating some more exercise. I can walk. It's June. I can go on a walk. Right. So there was just every single day was 1% better for me. And so by, you know, by the time she was six months to nine months, I'm like, I got this. And also I feel good in my body again. And I'm actually back to where I want to be because I am prioritizing my health. Not, and this is the number one quote I live by for the rest of my life. I believe the Lord gave it to me. I will say it forever. But he said to me, he said, you do not have to put your health, or sorry, yourself first. You just have to put your health first. And those are two very different things because yes, we can be selfish as human beings, but your health matters. It matters so much. So if you don't have health, what do you have? And so when I speak to moms, I'm like, you don't have to put yourself first. You just have to put your health first. And those are two different things. And so many moms resonate with that because it's like, you're right. If I'm not healthy, like I might not be here for my kids. Right. So those are some things. 1000% Jordan. I absolutely agree with you. And I hope that individuals listen to that as far as, oh my gosh, that's so, so true. I need to start, start doing that. When, when you got into now the bulk of your business, clearly you know what you're doing. <laughs> you're successful. You've built it up. You've got a multi-person team. Mm-hmm. What challenges did you initially go through when it came to getting started with building your business to get it to where it was now? And so coming straight out from nursing and having the passion from God to help you get through all those things, which is amazing, and leaning on him to get through, I'm sure, many, many obstacles. Yeah. What did you have to go through in the very beginning, especially since you started during COVID? It's like, oh, crap. Like, mm-hmm. what, what major blocks did you go through and how did you get to the point to where you've built it into this awesome business that you have now. Yeah. So the one thing is just like trusting in God and like walking out his purpose. That was like really something that was like really big to me. Like, I'm not just going to do this out of my own strength, but his strength. And so that 
was like number one. Like if I, if I'm not in line with him, I'm screwed. <laughs> but then second thing was, I don't know anything about business. I come out, I'm coming out of the medical field going, what the heck are taxes? You know, like what, like, what is it? <laughs> and so, um, I'm like, I can tell you all the things about the body. I can do quite, quite literally, I can save your life. I know nothing about business. And so I was like, Oh my gosh. So my husband and I, long story short, we had snowballed our debt become out of debt. So when I told him I needed help with business, he looked at me like I was crazy. Like you just paid off your nursing school debt. What are you talking about? You're going to go hire like a business coach. And so, um, that was something that that was super helpful for me is finding a coach that could help me understand what the business side of running a business was like. So, um, the, those were the first like two steps that I was like, okay, I got to understand how to run a business first and foremost. Like what does this entail? Taxes, you name it, LLC. Um, and then really starting to understand like entrepreneurship and, um, yeah, building a team. I feel like, when I used to look at a business owner, like I was just like, Oh, like they just like have it the best. Like they, they just get to go sit on a beach and do nothing. And their employees are working for them. That's maybe how I perceived it as a, just in the medical field. But when I stepped into entrepreneurship, I was like, Whoa, this is totally not how I thought I was like, I am like, I am working hard and I'm probably going to be working harder than my employees. And I'm actually working for them. They're not working for me. And so when I had that mindset shift, um, that's been really important to me to create a culture where my contractors, my employees, they're seen, they're heard, they're loved, and they actually have a space to work in where they know, and they can feel that, um, I worked in the, in the court, like in the medical field, when you work for big hospitals, they don't care. They don't care about you. You're just another nurse. Um, you're doing the job. They pay you decent, but like they don't care. And so that was one big thing when I stepped into running my own business was like, I, I want my people working for me. Like I want them to know their worth that they, they should love their every single day and just like literally just like live out their dream. And so like I work hard, not just for like me and my family, but for my employees, like I hold a lot of pressure on me because I want them to also lead, lead a life that's just so desirable. So, um, being an entrepreneur is, is such a different stress than um, it's just it's hard to explain. It's like you have so much freedom that you never had in like the corporate world, but it's a different kind of stress because you're grinding every day. Um, but the biggest thing I'll say is like I would not be where I'm at today if it was not for my faith in God and just like trusting in him every single part of the way because it's been <laughs> crazy like there's people that will constantly try to get in your way but like if you can just like stay focused and just keep moving forward at the end of the day I feel called to help people and like that's what I'm here to do I Jordan I love everything that you just said especially how you want to take care of your contractors and employees who work for you I think one of the biggest things in leadership and I, so I teach, you might like this. I, I teach what's called the habitudes curriculum in, in, in class and I teach future fitness professionals who, you know, I turn students into you mm-hmm. and the habitudes curriculum teaches individuals all how to treat others well, personal connection, development, you know, self-leadership, all these things that so many people need to be good leaders. One in particular was, you know, knowing how to take care of those who you are leading mm-hmm. and you are a shining example of 
that. And when I see that, I see similarities with our own Kayla as well. You know, she does that for us. Um, and so, and I, I think that's absolutely amazing that that is up at the forefront of your priorities when it comes yeah. to becoming a, being the best leader you possibly can for a business. And for lack of a better word, damn, more businesses need that. <laughs> you so know. I, I, I truly appreciate that you are one of those leaders and individuals, which segues perfectly into what do you think a leader needs in 2024 to be the absolute best fitness coach who wants to help people, who wants to make a difference, but also make a living doing what you and I do every single day. And so if you had to, if let's say someone who is brand new came to you and said, Jordan, how did you do what you do? What, what do mm-hmm. I need to have? What best concepts of self-leadership do you think is the absolute best to have for someone to navigate that pathway in life? You know, Chris, this might sound really simple and I don't know, maybe this is dumb, but like my biggest thing is just like be who you are, be genuine and be humble and just care and have a big heart. Um, there's so many influencers out there. There's, I stepped out of the medical field into this. I, there's so many coaches. I mean, this industry, it's like, I had no idea. Like I had no idea. There's so many coaches out there. There's so many people trying to make it on social media and all those things. And so my biggest thing, if you're, you know, cause really our presence on social media is huge. I mean, that's how we get to find people all over the, all over the world. But, um, what I hear so often about me and my team is just like, man, like you guys, you, you are who you portray yourself to be. Like when I get on the phone with you, I feel that even when I see you on social media. And so people can let that guard down, you know, they can let that guard down because I'm not here to scam you. And I'm also not here to like (laughs) provide something that isn't realistic, you know? So, um, I would say just be true to like who you are. And if you truly have the heart to care, like show that. And like, so for my, for me specifically, like, I don't care to have a hundred thousand followers. Like I just don't, I rather have 4,000 who really, really are connecting with me, like who understand me, who understand my faith, who understand who I am, what I provide, like all of that, that matters. So like, if you can find like, who do you want to help? Why do you want to help them? And really just be authentically you, like you will soar way above the people who are trying to be fake and make the best (laughs) reels and all those things, because yes, they're funny to watch. And sure. Those people have hundreds of thousands of followers, but like at the end of the day, like I feel that is like the biggest key to success from what I've seen, Chris. And I'm, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but (laughs) I I, I can't disagree with you. When I was a fitness director years ago and I remember management, you know, coming down to me to like utilize these, these crazy ass attempts to like not scam people, but you know, try, try to get people to buy into it and not the most genuine way. And I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. not how this should be done at all. When all you need to do is show that. A, you have a valuable service to give and that you care about that person. And so I remember leading my own personal trainers doing just that, you know, and I'll, and I love including my, my class will laugh at me if they hear this because I say it in all the class to listen is to love. And so if you mm-hmm. just 
listen to your clientele and what they need and you put them first through mm-hmm. everything when you give that service, that's how you can truly make an impact. And I remember when I was a fitness director, we did just that and we took our, you know, it was um, it was one of the businesses that we had on the East Coast in Baltimore and in the Virginia area. And we took us from, I believe it was 16th in personal training to within three or wow. two in the company by the time I was done. Mm-hmm. That was way before my PhD years ago. Um, but it was, and that's, I like to use that story when I'm talking with my, with my students and like, guys, just lead with love and you will mm-hmm. be successful. Um, and I can't, I can't say that enough. You know, you might get the average Hormozy or Andrew Tate that says, no, you gotta be a hard ass and all these things. It's like, mm-hmm. no, be, be a hard ass in the good way as far as giving value to another yeah. person and caring about them, which I think you do in an absolute mm-hmm. stellar way. Yeah. And so, and I would, I would assume as well with your, I know, I know you're pressed on time, uh, but when you're working with, with moms and you're helping them get through their own challenges, you know, what are, what are some of the, you know, I, I, what is it that NLCA does that, you know, we have it too. What are, what are some of your foundational principles that your company has that you guys abide by? Like, what are your major values that you aspire to? So, sorry, you kind of cut out at the end. Did you just say foundational principles that I run like my business? Is that kind of yes. what you said? Yep. <laughs> Did I freeze again on you? <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, so like just kind of talking about like my core foundations in my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like um, one of my biggest things I always tell my coaches, I'm just like, like, listen to what these people are saying. Like, we are here to meet you where you're at. Like, I am not, I don't even like to call my coaching a program. Like, I like to call it like, hey, we're just, we're literally just coaching you one-on-one. Like, we want to meet you where you're at. We want to know you. We want to like hear you. We want to speak life and scripture over you if you prefer. And so um, I always tell my coaches, like, listen to them. Like, listen, like, don't just like kind of hear them. Like, do you don't know what I'm talking about? Like when you're talking to somebody and they're like looking over your shoulder and they don't really care what you're talking about that, that you don't care. Like truly listen to what these people are saying because they need help. And so our biggest thing is just like, we want to meet you where you're at. We want to hear you. We want to create a plan for you. And we'll always say like, just be, you know, humble, genuine. And then also we're just tell the truth. Like just all of the principles of just being a good human. Like that's how I run my business. I'm like, if someone lashes out at you, I don't care. You smile and you say, I'm sorry. Right. Like, it's like, (laughs) you just, you have to be kind and and walk these people through it because it's hard. Nutrition and fitness is so hard. Um, hence why we all have jobs because no, it's it's, right. Like it's so hard. Um, so our biggest thing is just like, we, it, wherever the client is, meet them where they're at and then stair step it up from there. Um, instead of just following like these crazy protocols and, and again, listen to them, listen to the client. And if I'm ever like just talking to my team, I'm just like, instead of being like the most interesting person, like be the most interested. And so that's like been really cool too. Cause it's just like how we grow as a team, as leaders and things like that. And, um, and then just like trust in your instincts and the Lord, like, where is he calling you to? And uh, we're really big on that on my team. Like we'll do like weekly team meetings and prayer. And we just really believe that like he has his hand on our business and we're just going to like literally guide women to success through that. 
Jordan, I, I love how you are Christian led with how mm-hmm. you run your business because yeah. I, I call me biased as a Christian myself, but mm-hmm. there's no better values to live by when it comes mm-hmm. to being a true devout Christian like that. So I, I, I love that to the, the bottom of my heart. I think that's absolutely amazing. And so mm-hmm. I, it's like, I try to do that with how I lead at school. And it's just like, you know, that's the one arena where you got to be careful with that sort of thing. I, but yeah. I find my way, I find my ways of doing it. And so I absolutely yeah. love that. That's how you lead your business mm-hmm. without fear. And I think that's absolutely outstanding. And so out of respect for your time and your schedule, cause I know you are a super busy, badass mom who's <laughs> focusing on taking care of others. If there was a favorite quote of yours, or anecdote of how you live your life that in a nutshell shared how you tackle life each and every day that could inspire others. What would that quote be? Yeah. Um, I would say just like (laughs) one, I was reading like a book by Darren kid recently and he was just like, the one way to predict your future is just to create it. And I was like, Hmm, I like that because I always thought that I was just going to be a nurse my whole life. And like, that's great too. And I might, I may go back someday, but like, if you truly want that thing, like you can do it. Like we live in a world, like you just have to fight for it. You got to fight for it and you got to have a big heart. And so like, if you are a coach, that's like, "Eh, I'm not good enough or I can't do it. Like one, I would tell you like you are like you are enough. And like, if you are a Christian, like listen to what the God, what God has to say about you. But then two, like if you're just like, oh, I'm scared to like start my own business. There's so many coaches like us out there that like Chris, like you, like are that are assistant coaches that um, like my team loves being assistant coaches. So I'm, I think I think Chad says something like three percent of the world are entrepreneurs, like something crazy, like a really small percentage of people. But either way, like do what you love and like create the life that you want to live because life is so short and we could be literally taken away from this earth tomorrow. And so I was really that opened my eyes Um just we, my husband, we were just kind of going through the motions. It was just, we go to work, we come home, we eat dinner and we do it again. And I was like, is this really the life that I want to live? Like, I don't want to be away from my kids 24 seven. Like, I don't want to, like, I want to be present. I've got to see everything from my kids owning my business. I, I literally own my business, but I get to watch them crawl and walk and do dumb things. My, my son, he's 16 months. He was stirring my makeup with a spatula in the, in the toilet, Chris. So these things happen and they're crazy. And I literally lit, like if you had, like if I was a reality TV show, it'd probably be hilarious, but like I wouldn't have it any other way because I get to stay home with my kids. I get to run a well-run business. I get to pour into other women and I'm creating the life that I've always wanted. And so maybe the Lord created me to be an entrepreneur, but like, I really would just tell people like, just follow your heart and don't settle for anything less than like what you should be doing. Cause like life is literally so short and I will not be on my deathbed saying like, I wish I did. I'm gonna be on my deathbed going like, I know I did the thing and I'm so like proud of that. So that's that is amazing. <laughs> and I, and I think, and I think we need more videos of makeups and spatulas. I think that would be a good little social media campaign for you. <laughs> uh, you yeah. can, you can make the dizzying array of what fitness moms go through when it comes to managing their households. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jordan, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure finally mm-hmm. being able to have a one-on-one yes. with you. I think, I think the, the last time I saw you was on one of our master NSLA calls. Um, but we're all about 
praising you and firing you up here on this podcast. We want our audience to learn more about you. Where can they learn more about Jordan Novak and her company? Sure. Yeah. So my Instagram is just George, J-O-R-D-S underscore nutrition coaching. Again, I am not creative. Um, I don't really have a website quite yet, but that's like my biggest, or you can find me on Facebook at Jordan Novak. But yeah, George underscore nutrition coaching is like where I find most of like my moms that I connect with. So um, yeah, you can find me there. I also have a podcast. I just started it actually. It's called um, Nourish Her Podcast. And so um, my team and I will be running a podcast just like this about a couple times a month. So we're super excited. Awesome, Jordan. Jordan, thank you so much for being here. We really treasure your time. For all things Evolve and learning more about Jordan, you guys, please share this episode with others. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad who might need to learn more about moms. (laughs) Share it with whoever needs more information. This has been Coach P and Jordan on the Evolved Athlete Podcast. Please be sure to listen to the outro and get more information on how to become the best version of yourself here at Evolve Health and Performance. This has been Coach P and Jordan and I are out of here. We'll see you next time. (laughs) If you like today's episode, please be sure to drop a like, share it with all your friends, and give us a great review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to work with the best in the business, please be sure to head over to all of our social media web pages at Evolve Health and Performance. Us at Evolve are trying to make you the best athlete of all time and realize your full potential. Stay tuned for all future episodes where we bring you the best guests and features for everything health, fitness, and wellness. For everything Evolve, stay tuned. Coach P's out.